Hi there, I'm Adam Alicia, and you're listening to Atomic Heart, an audio blog where I dream out loud about things related to writing, poetry, and other anxieties. This is episode 96. So I spent this past weekend fixing my website and was going about it rather meticulously getting every space and angle exactly the way I wanted. Squarespace is pretty addictive. It's also because I want to look good. I want to control as best I can how people see me. And then I come here to tell you all about how much I struggle in everything I do. Everything from writing to interacting with people. I even find it hard to use my Food Panda app to order food. Once again, I'm speaking to you from under a blanket here in my studio in Mei on the Kowloon side of Hong Kong. I want to talk about fear, and I want to be brief, because fear is a four-letter word. The adults who brought me up have been living with a lot of it. I've been smothered by it. I've only come to my senses recently, and I don't want this fear to linger anymore. I'm looking for a tablecloth that does the trick. I know where it comes from. I know the demands from the adults who brought them up and the layers of demands from what we call society. For one of the adults, it's about finding bread. And I've been left to wonder why it always has to be bread. It's also about wealth that can be quantified. The price of a car, the size of a home, the number of clients in a business, not unlike the number of books I want to publish, the number of poems I want to have written by the end of the month. I'm fully aware of the forces acting on me, squiggling all around me. And for the other adult, it's about the safety of the children, safety above all else. Safety best achieved by countless weekends in the basement listening to spiritual gurus who say you're not enough. 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 I said that nine times, because good things come in multiples of three. The same stuff over and over again becomes your truth, and you become the same stuff over and over again. And then you climb out of it, all because you always knew there was more to yourself. So you come out of the tunnel turn around and be like, what the fuck? I will not carry them with me anymore. This fear, I mean. 
I doubt I'd ever have my own children. I don't want any. I just want to end the fear for myself. I want the fear to end right here. It's here I slit the hose, and we breathe. Me, and myself. I've been learning to breathe for the past three plus years. Confidence has been building. Pretty soon, I'd be so fucking confident, I'd be saying, "Let's go hunt for some new fears." The other day, my friend used the verb reclaim in a sentence. I want to reclaim my Chinese name. They said, something like that. To reclaim is to get back what has always been yours, what's always been there for you. For me, I want to reclaim a space for the imagination. I want to reclaim a platform for my voice. I want to reclaim the qualities associated with being feminine, and so I reclaim my name, my place on the spectrum, my right to publish, my late afternoons, my evenings away from the phone. This desire to reclaim is present. It's not the burning type of presence, but I feel it. There's a force behind it. And I'm aware of it. Whenever I'm standing at a red, waiting for the green. Now I want to reclaim the pure joy of reading poetry and telling you about the good books and poems I've recently walked into. This morning I was on a taxi on my way to work. Then this familiar song came on the radio. The song paints a night sky with white stars glued onto it. They are glued onto the sky. There's a certain texture, and an end date in which a star would fall. A premonition I had about a relationship I was getting into. That's my version of the days leading up to it. There's an excitement to the buildup, but when it actually happens, we don't remember all the details of the interactions. We choose only to remember certain details. And then fill in other interpretations as we get older. And so this brings us to today's poem. Some roads in Iowa, by Jill Ozier. He lived down the street, on a dead end known as Boulevard. A quiet boy, I grew up drawn to. He grew lean. Curving hard in a way like a good pitch or trout. 
We are never loving what we think we are, never simply. The first thing we loved we don't even remember. A corner of fabric, some handle. When we loved again, perhaps a sound, we were actually trying to hear fabric. We listen for corners. This is the part where I read you something I have written. I think I read this poem in the last episode, but here I'm presenting a revision of it. This poem is called Seventeen. There he is, writing third person into a diary book picked up from clean-cut shelves, displaying ointments in jars that shatter from the third floor, cutting everything but the passers-by. And there he is, half reciting on the balcony, lyrics that decorate a love dubbed onto tape, exfoliating onto fellow tenants returning home. Across the street. A hotel's one streaking neon stalls. Another restaurant glows blindingly. The language is one she isn't fluent in. But there they are, staring down the ceiling, backs against the covered bed, between their toes, distant headlights, streetlights. I really want to be something great, he tells her. Not the first time, but the most memorable. Jittery eyes daggering out of control. She says little, and he's left to wonder whether she heard him, whether she has the hands to fetch scars, stitch them back into his body. This on the right side of his face, this a bit further from the lip. This next to cuts that nudge the colors pending angles that betray his affair with permanence. There he is, ever unsure. But how resolutely he sounded, from the depths of no more layers to peel, nothing to wait out. Still shimmering, he turns to the side and asks, "What about you?" Hi, this is Pat Torpy. Hello, this is Eric Martin. My name is Billy Sheehan, and we are Mr. Big. Big. You're listening to us right here on Atomic Heart. Okay, that's about all I have for you today. In addition to reading my own poem Seventeen, we also featured the poem Some Roads in Iowa by Jill Ozier. 
It appeared in her collection *From*, published by Bull City Press. I want to give a shout out to Ross White, the mastermind behind Bull City Press, who sent me this book all the way from North Carolina. That's about all I have to say for today. If there's anything in this episode that resonated with you, you can let me know by sending an email. The address is Adam at AtomicHeart.fm. That's A-T-O-M at AtomicHeart.fm. This brings us to the end of episode 96. Thank you so much for listening to me, and for holding space. For my voice and my process, I'm Adam Alicia. Till next time, remember to keep it real and stay true to yourself. Bye now. <laughs>